0: Tim Sheehy is the senior advisor at the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce, and he is with us live here in the studio. How was the commute over, Tim? Uh, it was very difficult. Those coming down those steps is a challenge. <laughs> Sometimes I skip
1: one, and it hurts. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Why is turning sixty-five, Tim, one of the biggest stories of the year in the U.S.? Yeah, it's it's a big story because there
1: are so many people turning sixty-five. I mean, four over four million people turned sixty-five this year. So you do the math. That's 11,200 a day, and it continues through 2029. So, this is like the pig through the python, right? All these boomers turning 65 and moving on. And what's interesting about them is that 20% of them are working, which is double what it was 30 years ago. Um, Their net worth and inflation adjusted dollars over a decade is almost doubled. So, there's more spending power there. Um, and I'm not sure what's driving this because I'm not in family counseling, but the divorce rates of people over 65 are three times hmm. uh, what what they were in 1990. Wow. And the speculation is, and it's not mine, that people are living longer. So if they're unhappy, they're not going to yep. hang around and I bring everything back uh, to what's in a commercial. And what do you see on commercial these days? Silver singles, you know, yep. new new places to live for people because there's an explosion of people turning 65. And if, you know, they're dating or they're looking for different places to live, you've got all this, you know, all these new ways to advertise.
2: So it's interesting you bring that up. You, you say they're 65, they're moving on, but they're not moving out, Tim, right? These baby boomers are hanging on to their homes and even empty nesters, like John's an empty nester. You know, we've got two younger girls and we're fortunate to get into the house when we did – but millennials with kids are finding it more challenging to get into those houses that might be more right-sized for their family.
1: Yeah, I think you're referring to the New York Times story that uh, took a look at um, baby boomers, and and 28% of them own what they call large homes with three bedrooms yeah. or more, right? Um, and it, you look at, I think, Milwaukee, we ranked 10th in, the, in that kind of disparity where you had like um, – I think, of Milwaukee boomers owning a large home, but only 15% of millennials with kids. And again, I'm not sure I completely understand this, but part of it may be those younger families have fewer kids. So maybe they don't need the large homes. People have paid down their homes with a decent mortgage rate. They've got equity in them, and they don't find another place to move. But it's a very interesting kind of cork-in-the-bottle discussion about what happens to home these large homes owned by people who are aging in places that they don't need to be I mean we've
0: talked about this before I used to joke in our house that the dining room was shipping and receiving we never ate dinner in <laughs> right there. right right well you know that our, our house is the house we raised our two girls in it's a big house we don't need all that house I'd say we should put the velvet ropes up and just mark <laughs> off the rooms we don't use anymore but we're at 2.75 on the mortgage with a lot of equity why why would I give that yeah. up I, I I can't find a house half that size with a payment that's the same. And and I think that is a big reason maybe that that is driving this kind of cork in the bottle now. I want to ask you about a statement you made that was very interesting, that 20% of those over 65 are still working. Is that because they're living longer and they need the money? Is that because they want to support the lifestyle and they're healthy and they're traveling? Why are 20% still working? So I think it's a really good question, and I think it's a combination of people living
1: longer and needing the income, and then I, I think of, because Toby Keith passed away, I think of the Toby Keith song, Old Man, right? When you look out the window, don't let the old man in. And I think people want to stay active. They've got 20-plus years now to live past 65, um, and, and they want to stay vibrant.
0: Yeah, it's a fascinating thing. Well,
2: if you're living longer and inflation is sort of kind of taking it to a new height, you just need more money to live as long as... People are living right that too, right? Yeah. And
1: that's part yeah. of it. You're just kind of staying in the game. Right. No, that that's exactly right. And so if you think about it and you go back thirty years, if you retired at sixty five, you know, your life expectancy wasn't what it is today. If your life expectancy now is eighty five and people are in better condition, um, they're going to need money to do things. And so that's why I think more of them are working um, and more of them are staying active. I, I wonder, and if you don't have the answer to this, it's okay. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm
2: going to. <laughs> Where are those jobs, right? I mean, there's there's 65 and still wanting to do a little something, right? So you have a little job at Home Depot, maybe at a golf course. But are these white-collar jobs, too, that people are holding on to for longer than most
1: you know, I, I think they're white. I mean, certainly jobs that require a lot of physical activity are probably challenging to hold on to after 65. But there are some of those uh, that are staying, I would say, on the plant floor. You've got seasoned people with lots of experience. You have a lot of part-time gigs that you can do now. And you have a lot of white-collar jobs where, where people are, are hanging around. I'm, I mean, I guess I fit in that category. I turned 65 this year. I, I have no—I'm I'm retired from the chamber,
0: but I'm not going to retire. I'll keep working. Tim Sheehy is with us. Tim, downtown Milwaukee transforming itself as a place to live. What's happening downtown and why? Yeah, you know, I I looked
1: at the five largest apartment projects coming online, and if you combine them, it would be a 156-story tower with almost 1,600 new apartments. Um, 333 on the river, the Couture. There's a project going up right next to the Performing Arts Center on the river there. And I think it's stunning to me to see all this new apartment uh, living coming online, and it bodes well for the city because people that live here are going to be active 24-7. Um, and I think it's part of this question of, you know, do I buy a home or am I going to live in an apartment longer? Or people, I guess they're not as much based on our last conversation, but I still see a lot of people moving out of their homes and moving into apartments downtown for the lifestyle. So I think it's a really cool thing for Milwaukee. And the other thing to note is these are not just Milwaukee developers that are building these projects. We've got people from Madison. We've got people from Houston. So they're obviously coming in here as an investment because they see Milwaukee as a great place to build a very significant, expensive apartment building.
2: It seemed like the players, and I'm going back 20 years when I was looking at making a decision to live downtown, there weren't a lot of players in the game. There were a lot of opportunities, but it seemed like out-of-state or out-of-town investments investors, maybe got in first, and then maybe some of those in-state investors, they kind of doubled down on their investments, and then others started to see what was going on, and
1: now you've got this sort of robust development here in downtown Milwaukee. You you do, and one project's success just wets the whistle for the next one. Um, And so you think of the Ascent Building, Tim Gorkman, uh, they're, they're looking at doing another one, and I just think as these come online, they fill up. Uh, they just add the interest to the next person coming in who said, I-, "I can make a go of this doing it."
0: Tim Sheehy with us. We Energies is going to spend twenty three billion dollars over the next five years on power generation. That's a big number. It's a huge number, and part of what's driving this is We
1: Energies, along with other a lot of other utilities, want to get to hundred percent renewable. And obviously, they're not going to get there really quick. But We Energies' goal is to have eighty percent of their Um, generation capacity renewable by 2030. And so they're taking off the Oak Creek Power Plant is coming off, which is a huge producer of power, and they're putting, replacing that with natural gas. Um, And a lot of this is being done because if you go renewable, think about wind um, and solar, you can't always count on it. So you need these um, transferable sources of energy that burn cleaner than coal Uh, to allow us to have the reliability and meet the surge in demand when when winter energy isn't there.
2: Exciting news with uh, the announcement of Top Chef, its debut in March. This, of course, already taped. It's already kind of done. Madison, Milwaukee were the showcase hubs for that. I imagine we're going to see some Wisconsin staples throughout that entire broadcast, but exciting to think about coming in March.
1: Yeah, and and really kudos, hats off to Paul Bartolotta, who's been driving this for years to try to get the show here. And it's not just about him and his restaurants. There are a lot of great restaurants here that are going to be showcased. A lot of people watch that show. It'll drive some foodie travel here, and it'll probably wake us up to some great restaurants here that we didn't even think about. Quickly, what's the good news of the week? Quickly, the good news of the week is it's always great news when we add nonstop air service, and we just did to Philadelphia. You may have talked about that, but that's always a good thing for Milwaukee.
0: Uh, It bodes well for both um, travelers and for businesses. Tim Sheehy is the Senior Advisor at the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Always great to have you here, Tim. Thanks. Thank you.